Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am joined here today on the Mason Podcast with... Callan. And today we're going to be talking about getting started in fishing. Our first topic is what to bring. So, Callan, what do you think you should bring on your first time? Well, Mason, you would obviously want a fishing rod, reel, and line, but you would also need a fishing license, hooks and bait, or lures, and then if you're going to be using hooks and bait, you would probably want split shots, which are just weights, bobbers, and then, well, that's just for hooks and bait, but lures are a different thing. And so, anyways, you would also want a pair of polarized sunglasses. They don't have to be super expensive. They can just be a cheap pair. But the reason you're going to want those is, one, for, pro- for protection of your eyes, and two, it helps you see the fish. Wow. It's very informative of you. Um, so, as you said, we can have all these different things that we need to bring. Oh, shoot. We, we have all of these different things that you need to bring. But... What about, what about, what, about uh, uh, what kind of fish to start? What, what should you look for? Well, some great starter fish would include panfish, largemouth bass, and smallmouth bass. You might be wondering what a panfish is. It's basic, it's pretty much all the fish that are similar to a bluegill. They are, they are somewhat round in shape and flat. And this would include, obviously, bluegill, sunfish, pumpkin seed, crappies, and rock bass. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Very interesting. Um, so, obviously, you can't go fishing on land or in the sky. So, uh, what, what kind of bodies of water should you be looking for? Well, for these for these three target species, there are other places, but these are, well, this would cover most of the species out there. But anyways, creeks are obviously one great place, but unless you have waders, I would not recommend fishing them in any other time but the summer because obviously the water would be freezing cold and well yeah you don't want to be in freezing cold water and so another place is ponds and lakes and those are both great for for well all three of those types of fish and so some of the great spots around here would be well elk creek there's edinburgh lake obviously lake erie um there's also Conneaut Lake, there's Conneaut Creek, there, there's many different spots around here, but but a general rule is creeks, you pretty much are only going to be wanting to fish them in the summer, obviously, because it's cold, but that's when the species that are great for beginners, like the different types of bass and panfish are in the creeks. And then with ponds and lakes, I generally try to stick to ponds and lakes and well, I usually find the best luck in spring, and then the second time that I usually have decent luck is summer, but once it's like late summer and early fall, those times generally aren't super great, but you can still have some luck uh-huh. property, unless you know that is that it is public lands, or if it is private lands, make sure you have permission from them. All right, all right, I see. Um... So, uh, back to the species, what kind of um, uh, baits and lures should you use for uh, each of them? Well, Rapala lures are one that I really like to use. These work mostly well for for bass, but if you use a small enough lure, you can have some luck with panfish. And then worms and maggots are, are obviously classic choices. They're great for both bass and panfish. And then live minnows are a great option for bass because they have a lot of action. 
And then artificial baits such as galt minnows or galt maggots, uh, I actually use these more than anything other than maybe the lures, but these work great for panfish. And you can also have some luck with, for the, with them for the bass. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so with these lures, obviously you need to know how to set the hook, so um, how would you uh, go about doing that? Well, if you're using a bobber and bait, once you see the bobber go down, you pretty much have to quickly like, like yank the pull upwards in an upward motion to sort of set the hook, and then once you, <clears throat> and then once you have the fish on, you obviously just reel it in. But with a lure, it's a little bit different. Since you're not going to be using a bobber, at least you shouldn't be using a bobber, you would obviously cast it out and then reel it in. And then as you're reeling it in, <clears throat> once, you've, once you feel like the tug of a fish grabbing it, mm -hmm. you sort of would pretty much do the same thing and you just gotta set the hook and then obviously reel it in. And then if you want to, say like keep the fish and well, if you want to keep the fish, if it's in the summertime, which, well, if you're a beginner, you're probably going to be mostly fishing in the summer. So if you are going to want to keep the fish, what I like to do is I usually put the fish in a bag and then I'll put the, well, the bag with the fish in it into a cooler that has obviously ice or an ice pack or something just to keep it fresh until you get home because otherwise the, the meat, it can spoil and get rotten and all sorts of other stuff. Uh-huh. Um, well, I, uh, I believe that is all we have covered today, so um, that's all we need to cover, so for beginners at least. So um, any last regards you'd like to make, you'd like to, make to the people uh, 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 at home? If you're not a fisherman, give it a try. It's a lot of fun. All right. You heard it, you, you heard it here, folks. Uh, try fishing if you haven't, and if you have, Okay. So yeah, um, that that special special thanks to um, uh, Callan for uh, coming on today, and um, thank you for listening. I will uh, make w another episode. Never again.